Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am so happy that you're back with me on this full moon Monday. It is always nice to have a Monday with a full moon. Um, It gives us a little bit of extra oomph in our step, a little bit of extra energy. So the full moon is that moment where the moon is exactly opposite the sun and therefore it is fully illuminated because the moon reflects the light of the sun. So it is always a time of the month that we are invited to celebrate our wins, to celebrate all the things that we've accomplished in the two weeks prior, as well as to celebrate whatever we've accomplished in the last six months, because every full moon corresponds to a new moon that happened six months prior. And every new moon corresponds to a full moon that will correspond to six months from now. So this is a really interesting full moon, this full moon in Virgo that we're experiencing today. It was at its full moment of luminosity at 1.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in New York City. So we didn't actually get to see it in the sky because it was like midday, but we will see it tonight. And if you are a person who is into doing full moon rituals, then full moons are a great time to put out your crystals and let them charge in the moonlight. Um, You can also... um, Put them in a bowl with some sea salt and let them be cleansed, rinse them off with cold water and then put them in the moonlight. That's another option as well. Um, So that's something that's really nice to do on any full moon, not just this one, just a nice little tidbit for you. Um, With that said, this full moon is really feeling like a beginning of sorts and an ending of sorts. And I always say this in astrology, nothing is black and white. Everything is gray. So we always have endings and beginnings happening concurrently or simultaneously. So while one thing in your life might be something that you're saying goodbye to, there's something else in your life that you're saying hello to. And right now it feels like there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of people leaving. Um, and there's a lot of people getting ready to come in. So we're kind of having that experience because it's Pisces season. So Pisces season rules all endings, you know, Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac. And this full moon in a lot of ways is preparing us for our new year as people that love astrology, because the spring equinox and the new moon in Aries, because the spring equinox is the day the sun moves into the sign of Aries. And then we have a new moon in Aries. And the new moon in Aries is kind of like the unofficial new year for people that really love astrology. So we are, this full moon marks two more weeks until the new moon in Aries. And so therefore, this is really your last opportunity to check in with what do you need to let go of that you're not going to bring with you into spring. It's also an opportunity to celebrate how far have you come from six months ago when we had that new moon in Virgo. That new moon in Virgo was back in August. I know my life has changed by leaps and bounds in that time, and I'm sure yours has too. And even if you're not having big, big life events, think about how you talk to yourself. Think about 
um, how you're treating yourself. Think about how your relationships are going. You know, these big changes are not always things that are tangible that we're putting on our Facebook status. Sometimes the big changes are actually having to do with our inner system, how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we respond to stressful situations. So if you're here, if you are um, tuning into the Essential Astrocast every week, I assume that you're working on yourself and making lots of positive changes, and therefore it's a great opportunity to use the full moon as a moment of celebration. Now, with that said, many of you are probably listening to this in a few days when the full moon has passed. You can still do a full moon ritual. Even if it's been a few days since the full moon, you can still do it. Same with the new moon. You can always do it a full few days after. So don't let that hold you back from doing a ritual if you feel so inclined. Um, this particular full moon, I want to talk about a li- one other thing that happens in- with this full moon is that the, f- the moon was opposite the sun. The sun was conjunct Neptune. So we had the actual conjunction last weekend and Every day this week, as the sun moves away from Neptune, we will get more and more clarity because the sun with Neptune, it illuminates the confusion and the chaos. And we're seeing that right now in the world with the coronavirus, with, um, you know, government officials, breaking news, just like lots of chaos, confusion, people not knowing how does it spread? Can it spread this way or that way? Or is it just human touch or Is it just the common cold? Is it the flu? Like all this chaos and confusion really at the end of the day. And I said this last week, regardless of what's going on in the world, you can always choose to come back to your center and ground your own energy. Um, And you can listen to last week's podcast if you want to hear me talk about that more or Astrocast because some of you are watching this on video as well. Um, So the other thing I wanted to mention about the full moon is that it's happening today on Monday when I'm recording this. And tonight, it's going to be the moment that Mercury stations direct. So you have to imagine that this full moon is happening not only um, with the sun conjunct Neptune, which is illuminating our confusion, our chaos, our um, the illusions, the things that are that are not clear that we can't quite see. That's all Neptunian stuff. Um, but then you have Mercury, and Mercury is basically at a standstill. So what happens when a planet is changing directions is that it slows down almost to a complete stop and changes direction. So we have Mercury really sitting in the sky, pretty much not moving. And so he is preparing to turn around. And so he's going to turn around late tonight on Monday when I'm recording this. And he's going to turn around and there's going to be something, some shift of perception that we experience because when Mercury is retrograde, it brings up messages. Mercury is the messenger. He's bringing up messages and information that we didn't know before. And now he's going to turn around and move direct. And granted, we're going to have the post-retrograde shadow period, which basically means for a third time, Mercury is going to dance over those same degrees that he came back over. So he came, he went forward through Aquarius into Pisces, stopped in Pisces, turned around, went backward through Pisces a little bit into Aquarius this past week. Stopping in Aquarius, turning forward, going to move out of Aquarius. It's going to take him until March 16th to move out of Aquarius and back into Pisces. 
And then he's going to be in the retro shade period, as some people say on Instagram, or that post-shadow period, post-retrograde uh, period, until March 29th. Now, this doesn't mean that your life has to stop. This doesn't mean that you have to be scared. This doesn't mean that you don't sign contracts or um, you don't move or you don't go on a first date. This just means pay attention to the messages that continue to show up through March 29th because that's part of this overall story. And then come March 29th, he's going to keep moving forward. And then eventually April 11th, he'll move out of Pisces and into Aries. Okay. So I just want you to note those dates so that you note when other pieces of the story are making themselves available to you. You might experience this full moon as this luminous, illuminating moment of clarity. And you're going to continue to have more and more of that clarity as this week goes on. So today, we've got that full moon and Mercury moving direct, and I feel like there is this shift, this change of direction, this sense of, oh, I see it now, or I've been really ruminating on that thing, and now I know for sure it's the right thing. Some of us might not like what we're seeing. Some of us might be like, oh, that was not what I was expecting, or that wasn't what I was wanting to hear. But sometimes these moments when the planets retrograde, go direct, dance around, do their thing, it reveals information that we need to hear. So whether or not we want to hear it um, is inconsequential in the moment because it might lead to something even better down the line. So anytime a door closes, a window opens. So you might be getting some information today that you're not so pumped about. And I've been hearing that from some friends and clients and people in my life that they've gotten some information today that they weren't happy about or they weren't expecting at all, which is so Piscean, right? Because Pisces is the things that we can't see. Neptune is the stuff that we can't see. And we're in Pisces season and the sun is separating from a conjunction with Neptune. So we're really working in the unknown and we've been working in the unknown for weeks now. So this has been a huge lesson for us in learning how to trust, learning how to trust the universe, learning how to trust the process we're in, learning how to trust ourselves, learning how to have faith in ourselves, learning how to trust our guides so that we make, so we feel protective and loved and supportive. And so much of, you know, so much of my daily ritual and journaling is just writing that affirmation to myself. I am trust. I trust my guides. I feel loved, supported, and protected. And sometimes just writing that over and over again is what we need to really drill it down um, intellectually so that we can feel that faith. And so if that's something that you've never tried before, try it. If you're feeling a little bit confused and if you're feeling a little bit like out in the ocean with no land in sight, then um, that is a really good practice for you. So writing down that affirmation of, um, I trust my guides. You can replace guides with God, universe, the planets, Mother Earth, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I trust my guides. I feel loved, protected, and supported. It works for me. It has worked for me the past three, four weeks because I've been feeling like I've been out in the ocean with no land in sight. So, and that's normal. So if you're feeling that way, like, welcome to the club. Um, 
with that said, we've got a lot more clarity coming this week. So I'm excited to dive into that with you guys. So today we've got that full moon. We've got Mercury going direct. We've got all, all, all the action. Today's a big action-packed Monday. Um, tomorrow, Tuesday, um, so Tuesday the 10th, we have the moon um, moving into Libra. So the moon is in a nice, um, having a nice relationship with a lot of the Capricorn planets today because it's in Virgo. So we have all those planets in Capricorn. We've got Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn, as well as the South Node. And so the moon, when it's in the earth signs, it's making nice, harmonious conversations with those Capricorn planets. Same when it's in the water signs. I shouldn't say that. When it's in the earth signs, it's making nice, harmonious conversation. Take back the water sign part. Some water signs, it's having nice, harmonious conversation. With the moon being in Virgo today, we are really being able to get down to work. So you're having this opportunity of seeing clearly what needs to be worked on. So if it's that you let your health fall the wayside, Virgo will totally illuminate that because Virgo loves routines and structure and organization and systemization and health and wellness. So if you've let the health thing fall off the tracks, you might be seeing that today. Um, if you've let the structures and the organizations in your house fall off track, you might be seeing that today. If today you open the closet and all your clothes fell out onto you, you might be seeing that today. Um, there are a lot of things that might be illuminated today by the full moon in Virgo. And our work is cut out for us because the moon is having a nice conversation with all those Capricorn planets. And those Capricorn planets are having a real pull on us energetically for this whole year and a lot of last year because we had Saturn and Pluto there all last year. So with that said, you know, we're up to the task of working on it today. Now, tomorrow we're going to have the moon go into Libra. And that means that the moon is going to be squaring off with all of those Capricorn planets. And a square is not so comfortable. So now I always remind you that friction is what creates growth. When you rub a diamond, it starts to shine. So having friction is not necessarily bad, but it's not necessarily comfortable. And the moon being in Libra means that our um, attention is going to be on our relationships, particularly our one-to-one -one relationships, our romantic relationships, marriages, business partnerships, all that stuff. So Tomorrow, when the moon moves into Libra on Tuesday, it's going to start to bring up some of the more challenging conversations that you might have to have. And those might end up occurring on Tuesday or Wednesday this week. We might have to adjust our expectations of the person sitting across the table from us. And that's okay. Again, Mercury, just about to move direct still going to be delivering messages. This is good information for you to have. If you find out that you have to change your expectations in around some relationship in your life, that's okay. Good information for you to have, right? On Wednesday, we're going to have the moon squaring all those Capricorn planets. So it's going to move into Libra on Tuesday, but then it's really going to get to the business of facing off with Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, South Node. That's going to really happen on Wednesday. Wednesday might be a little bit tough. So just Wednesday, just take note of how you're feeling. You might be feeling the limitations and the boundaries rearing their head. On Thursday, things start to really lighten up because the, I never say this. The moon's going to move into Scorpio and things are going to lighten up. That's not normal. This week, the way the planets look, it is going to happen. So moon's going to move into Scorpio at 528 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday. 
And what's going to happen, this is really super exciting. We're going to have a mystic rectangle in the sky. So this is an aspect in astrology that basically helps us experience a sense of harmony, experience a sense of clarity. So all week we're going to have the sun moving away from that conjunction with Neptune. And we're, then we're going to have this mystic rectangle forming. We're going to really start to feel the clarity because the moon in Scorpio is, it's water, it's feeling, it's emotion. Um, and so the, the moon in Scorpio is going to be opposing Uranus in Taurus. That's the only part of this that might not be so harmonizing, but I, my hope is, fingers crossed, that a little bit of the hysteria and definitely the stock market stuff around um, this coronavirus situation is going to hopefully start to just simmer down a little bit around Thursday. Fingers crossed. As I always say, I don't make predictions. That's not the business I'm in. I'm here to help you use astrology as a tool for self-knowledge, deepening the relationship with yourself deepening the relationship you have with everyone else in your life, um, deepening your, your relationship with your purpose. I don't make predictions, but I can't help but say that I hope on Thursday with all this harmonious stuff happening that the, the hysteria starts to die down a little bit. And I think it will because right now with the sun, with Neptune, there's just a lot of like confusion and I think we'll have more clarity. And once there's clarity, there is less chaos, right? So like Brene Brown says, clear is kind. That's something I live by. Clear is kind. So having the information and being clear with people, that is the kindest thing you can do. Being honest and truthful and giving them the information so that they can make their own decision. Um, so hopefully on Thursday, we'll have some clear communication coming from the powers that be. And I don't mean the powers that be in the heavens. I mean the powers and be in the government and the CDC and the World Health Organization and all of that stuff. Um, so the mystic rectangle is really interesting because we do have Uranus and the moon and Scorpio involved. Scorpio is um, the sign that represents investments, the stock market, when our money is living with other people's money. And Taurus is the sign that rules... Um, our values, our earnings. So I wouldn't be surprised if the mystic rectangle does uh, allow the financial markets to chill out a bit. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm mentioning that. And in addition to that, I think that it's a really fertile time on Thursday and Friday for you to plant some seeds as to what you want to be working on this spring. Um, and I know that we're in the waning phase of the moon. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to shout it out from the rooftops. It doesn't mean that you have to announce it or launch it. But the waning phase of the moon is generally a time of harvesting. The first week of the waning phase, full moon to the last quarter, that one week period between now and next Monday, um, this is the time of harvesting, of collecting all of the good stuff that you created and really celebrating it and enjoying it. And then that last week of the moon cycle is really when we start to look at reflection and releasing. And the full moon does initiate a period of release, right? So you're harvesting, you're cutting the crops away from the earth where it was growing. So it's no longer growing. You're just enjoying it. So there is a sense of release with the full moon. But we really, really move into that reflection and release and inward 
movement. That's more the last month, the last week or rather of the moon cycle. So I want you this week to really enjoy what you've created. And especially on Thursday and Friday, you know, just in the back of your mind, just note like, Hey, this feels really good. And I want more of this come the spring. I want to create more of this feeling. I want to create more of of um, this kind of work for myself, whatever that is. So Thursday, hopefully you're going to have that harmony and that clarity. Um, and then on Friday, the moon is going to be working well with those Capricorn and Pisces planets. So right now we've got a a lot of planets in Capricorn that I've mentioned twice already, and we still have Sun and Neptune in Pisces. So, you know, the, the moon is going to be working really nicely with those guys, and so I think it's going to be really a great day to get some stuff done um, and to make some headway with whatever day, another great day to get stuff done. So if you feel like you're a little off track this week on Tuesday, Thursday, when things are a little bit janky and uncomfortable, you might feel like, oh my God, I really... Um, want to do some work and I really want to get some done and have some meetings and make some headway that might happen for you on Saturday. We're going to have, um, uh, well, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, it's interesting Saturday. It's sort of like, it's an energy of where a lot of things could definitely get done, but it's more of a receptive energy versus a pushing out energy because the Mars is going to be sextiling Neptune. And whenever we have Mars sextiling Neptune, it's a, just an invitation to not push too hard. So instead of doing the hardest thing, um, maybe sit back and meditate first and see where you're pulled to go. Um, so one of my favorite coaches says, um, push when you're pulled, right? So where are you pulled to go? Where are you invited to put your energy? Just pay attention to that on Saturday. Um, and the moon is going to move into Sagittarius on Saturday, which is always nice. The moon in Sagittarius is a really nice time. Um, great for relaxing and being with friends and having a good time and studying and reading and learning and, you know, taking a workshop or taking a course or, um, you know, doing your online course or reading a new book, whatever it is. Um, Sagittarians love to take in information. Um, so they love to learn and they love to teach too. Um, so Saturday, we're going to have the moon move into Sagittarius early in the morning. And then the sun is going to sextile Pluto. So while I said on the same day, Mars is sextiling Neptune and telling us to really um, push when pulled or allow ourselves to receive versus push energy out. We're going to have the sun sextiling Pluto. So that's actually going to be, so don't let the determination push you to be rash or impulsive. Stay in that energy of allowing yourself to receive. That's really important. And I don't think that we do that enough in our society. We assume that we have to push. We assume that we're the ones that always have to make it happen. It all relies on what I do right now. But the truth is what you're doing all the time is adding up to create some results that you want for yourself, right? So it's small steps in a particular direction. It's small victories in a particular direction. On Sunday, we're going to have the moon squaring Neptune. So it's going to be another indication of a great day to rest, to chill out, to sit back, to allow yourself to receive um, because the moon is going to be um, a little bit at odds with Neptune. And Neptune is that 
planet of chaos and confusion and dreams and illusion and fantasy. And because there's so much Neptune energy right now, you want to check in with yourself and ask yourself if you're falling into bad behaviors. So if you're falling into those crutches, whether that's too much sugar, too much wine, or shopping online too much, those are things that Neptune brings up for us. So Neptune really brings that out of us. Pisces season can bring that out of us because we're looking for comfort in the things that comfort us when we are in the ocean with no land in sight. And we don't know what's going on when we're confused, when we're in the unknown, when we're feeling chaotic. So just really check in on yourself with that because um, if you know that the result of the too much sugar or the online shopping or the wine is something you don't want, just, just check yourself. Just be honest with yourself and check yourself. Um, on Monday, so next Monday, so Monday, whatever next Monday is, the 16th, um, Mercury is going to enter Pisces again. And then we will be back in that place of the minds being ruled by the emotions. We are in a nice little gap period of Mercury being in Aquarius right now, which is helping us find some clarity of mind. So really pay attention to the messages that come up this week so that you can have even more clarity as to how you want to approach this next journey of Mercury through Pisces for the third and final time, okay? Um, and then on the moon is going to move into Capricorn that day. And so whenever the moon moves into Capricorn every month, because we've had the, all these planets in Capricorn for a good long time, the moon moves into Capricorn and touches all those planets that I talked about, Jupiter, Mars, Pluto, Saturn, as well as the South Node. So Every month when that happens, we get another little moment of, hey, this is what you're supposed to be working on. So remember, January 12th, earlier this year, we had Saturn and Pluto get together, wherever in your chart 22 degrees Capricorn is, and that was a moment of starting this 36-year cycle for you. So whatever that lesson was, whatever that thing is you're supposed to be working on, whatever came up at that moment, you're just being reminded. Every month the, sun, the moon comes around to, to, to all those Capricorn planets and says, hey, remember you're still supposed to be working on that, okay? So you might get a little reminder. On Tuesday is St. Patrick's Day. It's March the 17th, and um, the moon is going to be... Uh, trining Taurus and sextiling Neptune. It's going to be in Capricorn making really nice aspects to those um, planets. And so this is a really great day to have some fun. Again, anytime we're talking about Neptune or Pisces, we want to keep in check that feeling of wanting to check out, of wanting to escape, of wanting to be in the fantasy world, of wanting to lean into the extra sugar and the online shopping. So St. Patrick's Day, great day good energy, go out, have fun, be with your friends and family. Um, if that's something you do on St. Patrick's day and just be mindful of the indulgent behavior and whether or not you want the results of that indulgent behavior. That's, I think all I got for you this week. I am really looking forward to this week, bringing us all a little bit more clarity, a little bit sharper mental acuity. Um, and hopefully some seeds, hopefully some, you know, 
right now we've got Mercury in Aquarius. Mercury in Aquarius is an innovative thinker. So hopefully you're getting some seeds and some ideas about um, where you want to go. You know, Aquarius is always leading the way for us. So when Mercury's in Aquarius, we're thinking ahead. We're thinking to the next chapter. So where do you want to go this spring and how are you going to get there? With that in mind, I wanted to share a couple things with you that the Instagram live portion of this show is going away after March. So most of you guys on Instagram are actually listening to the podcast anyway or watching the video on YouTube. The video is also always on my blog. So there are other ways to get the show, but I've been noticing Instagram live is just going down a little bit each week. It's not seeming to be as popular. And the podcast is going to start going out on Wednesday. So I do record it on Monday. If you want early access to the podcast or the video, you can join the Luminary League or you can go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Veronica Peretti, and you can sign up for early access for $11 a month. So for $11 a month, you can get the Essential Astrocast on Tuesday morning. Otherwise, the podcast will be up on Wednesday. And if you're in the Luminary League, you'll be getting it already. If you want to do some work around the full moon and you'd like to do a full moon ritual for this full moon in Virgo, you can still join the Luminary League and you'll get all of the past full moon workshops and new moon uh, bonus sessions. So you can totally 100% um, just go in there and sign up for the Luminary League for $25 a month and get all the past stuff and do your full moon ritual if you haven't done it already and you want to do it. So I wanted to mention that and I think that's all. So I hope you have an awesome, awesome week and I will be seeing you between now and next week on Instagram stories and um, on Instagram. That's my favorite place to hang out and I'll be back next week. I'll see you then. All right, lots of love. Take care of yourself and enjoy the clarity. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.